0: Seagulls on Long Beach Boulevard,
1: flagging down all of these flashy cars.
0: She's beautiful, Lord knows the usual is leaving the body sore. As she bust down like a 12 bunk on tour, she suddenly realized she'll never escape the allure of a
2: black man, white man needing satisfaction. At first, it became a practice, but now she's numb to it. Sometimes she wonder if she can do it like nuns do it, but she never heard a Catholic religion or sinners' redemption. That sounds foolish, and you can blame it on the mother for letting her boyfriends like Andy under her cover. Ten months before she was, 10, he moved in, and that's when he touched her. This motherfucker is the fucking reason why Keisha rushed into that block away from Lewis Park. I see that Uncle Meno and then her heart she hated there but in her mind she made it wear nothing really matter still
1: she hit the back seat they caught a knife inside the blader left her dead raping in the street Jesus soul my sister looked right in the face the day that I wrote you're now tuned into the number one podcast now available on Spotify Apple Podcasts and Google Play this is Purse Talks with Swimmer and Bobby Raw live on Bag Season, another podcast about nothing. Now, before we get started, make sure y'all like, follow, and subscribe to Bag Season. That's B A G S Z N underscore podcast. And remember, the bag isn't always about money, but more so what you want out of life. Welcome to episode 8, Me Too, an Untold Story.
2: What up, Bob?
1: Purse was popping, man.
2: We here. We here, and we got episode 8, which is quite different than our our last episodes, and, you know, this is going to be a a hard one to talk about. Um, It's hard, but it's definitely much needed. It's absolutely needed, and the first thing, like we do, we always want to thank everybody who tunes in to the Bag Season Podcast, like we always say. Um, This podcast is for you, the listener. We do this for our people, for the community, and for everybody else. So we want to thank you so much for listening. We're at a steady about five to 700 listeners a week now, which is fantastic. and We appreciate all of you and everything that you do for us. Make sure that you tag and follow and subscribe um, to the Bag Season Podcast. Also, when you... Um, post us on Instagram, make sure you, you post all three of us, tag all three of us. I'm um, Swimmer, that's S-W-I-M-M-R, underscore N-U-P-3. And I'm Bobby Roe, that's Triple B1911. And you can follow us at Bag Season, that's B-A-G-S-Z-N, underscore podcast. Um, but we here, man. We are here. In, Episode
1: 8, Yeah. Me Too, Untold Story. I don't think we really need to do too much recap of episode 7. That was um, that was a, we don't really need no recap for that, man code versus guy code. Well, I mean, man code versus woman code. Like, that was great. Um, mean, shout out to...
2: Shout out to my special. Her birthday's to tomorrow.
1: I mean, shout out to y'all young ladies, you know what I mean? Being bold, Little coming good. out here, telling y'all stories. Paige, thanks for, for joining
2: us. We appreciate it. But we're going to jump right into episode 8. Uh, we are going to put a disclaimer out there. This is going to be a very difficult episode to talk about. This is a real situation. This is real life. This is real. Um, so if you're going to have trouble listening to this podcast, just be be mindful. Um, you know, we're going to talk about a lot of personal things here. This episode, me too, an untold story. And I think it's really important that Bob and I spoke on this because, being that we're two men. Um, This is something that men don't really talk about, we don't really come across this too often, and we really wanted to make sure that we put this out there for everybody who listens. Um, So we're really going to dive into some topics today, we're going to talk about a lot of things, but make sure that uh, you hit us on those DMs and you let us know how you're feeling, or if you have something you want to chime in about, you let us know.
1: What you got, Bob? I just want to know, like, when you think of me too, right? Mm-hmm. What's the first thing that comes to your mind? Rape,
2: sexual assault. I mean, that's I mean that's literally the first thing. But the first, really, the really, that's the first namesake that comes to my mind. But first thing that comes to my mind is my daughter. I I always think about, you know, like. Yeah. Am I doing everything to protect her? Um, Am I doing everything out here that I can to make sure that she's safe and that she's happy and that she's in a good place and not not in some harm's way or in some bad situation or that she doesn't know what to do, you know, um, or something happens to her that she's so terrified that she can't tell me or her mom. Uh, Her mother and I do a very good job of Communicating a lot of different things. Um, and basically, you can tell somebody's characteristics or if something happens to them based on their
1: mannerisms, their characteristics, and everything like that. What about you, bro? I don't think of me too. I think of like sexual assault, mm-hmm. domestic violence. Okay. Uh, whether it's verbal or physical, mm-hmm. uh, rape, um, sometimes like sex trafficking. But the first thing that comes to mind when somebody says me too, I automatically th- assume that it deals with women. Okay. Um, Usually when you hear that, Mm -hmm. it's women. Yeah. It's those situations that put women in a bad situation to where it affects the rest of their lives. Um, And just the thought of like Me Too, it makes me very uncomfortable, but I am aware that, like, there is people out there that are sick, but then there is a lot of people who need help Mm -hmm. and assistance because it's an untold story because we don't know how to tell our Mm truths because a lot of those scars, they cut deep. But I'm a firm believer that sometimes you need to tell your story because you can help somebody else heal and it's just about understanding, like, what's the right outlet for you. Right. And I feel that we might be able to help some folks that are tuned in. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it's via DM or meet a certain person right. via text. Mm-hmm. If there's something that we address today that might seem uneasy, and you're not sure. How to go about your current situation or your past, that we're here for you.
2: Right. 100%. And uh, we're definitely going to talk about this. Um, Yeah, like you said, uh, you know, it's it's an uncomfortable topic, but it's something, like I said, bag season is something that we're here to help people on all levels. Okay and that even means the the most uncomfortable ones. Mm-hmm. which me which falls into this uh category. So let's let's talk about me too. Um can you just explain
1: to people what me too is?
2: Okay, yeah. So me too um it's a movement that was founded by uh T- Burke. Um she's from New York. Um and she um was a, a victim of sexual abuse and harassment herself. mm mm-hmm. um, It was founded in 2006 to help survivors of sexual violence uh, and to find pathways to heal.
0: hmm
2: Okay, so that was the whole purpose of the whole Me Too movement. Um, it, and it got propelled in such a huge light due to the hashtag... On social media. So we talked about social media and how it has a, a lot of negative effects. But social media has some positive effects too. And this movement is one of the positive effects that mm-hmm. came out of social media. It definitely helped a lot of young women. Oh yeah. And men. And men, yeah. Okay, and so we we definitely um, want to hint and speak on that. Um, but if you go to www.me2mvmt.org. It will take you to the website directly, in which case you'll have a lot of different um, hyperlinks and tabs to click on. You can actually navigate and, f- and search the website. There's a lot of very, very good things on there. I was able to look on the website for a good two hours. And I was just scoming through there and seeing what they had. They had a lot of crazy things on their um as far as statistics are, are concerned. I'm gonna share some of these statistics with you um but there's a lot of other things to it and it doesn't just go for um rape and sexual assaults, but this is uh you know domestic violence which is which is huge. huge. Out there, um, it goes for um, emotional distress, distress um, mental harassment. Mm-hmm. So harassment can be in, in many, many different forms and many, many different avenues and create a lot of different problems. Um, it can actually create anxiety, it can create PTSD, mm-hmm. um, and other um, long-term, um, mental, uh, illnesses that we, that, you know, that, that can be triggered from this whole entire thing, um, but I want to commend, um, Miss Burke for creating such an awesome platform, um, and you really wouldn't know, and like I said, I wouldn't have known about a lot of these things, um, as from a guy's perspective, all all we really kind of do is just make sure that we don't do it to someone else or, like, mm-hmm. we don't... You know, we... We, we tar- try to stop it from happening. Right, and in me being a father to a daughter, for me, it's the biggest thing is, like, setting an example for my daughter, mm-hmm. you know? And, and that's the biggest thing that I want to do. So, <clears throat> I'm going to lay out a few statistics for you, Bob. Okay. Um, and for our listeners out there that were just completely stifling to me. Um... I'm going to start off with just a basic number. One out of every three women will be sexually raped and or assaulted in their lifetime. That's a lot. And, and when, I, when I saw that statistic, I, I literally almost lost it. That's crazy. Um, uh, out of uh, the third... Six out of the ten will happen in the home of a family member, a friend, or a relative. Um, let's let's talk about um, kids. Fifty-four um, percent of deaf boys under the age of seventeen have been sexually assaulted. Fifty percent. Of deaf girls under the age of seventeen have been sexually assaulted, um, and twenty-five percent of those reported sexual assaults are boys under the age of twelve. That's sick. Um, f- about forty percent of women who were raped, sexually assaulted, or molested under the age of eighteen will experience that again as an adult. Um. Someone with a disability is two times more likely to be sexually assaulted, raped, or abused mentally and physically. Um, In the African-American community, 60% of black girls will experience sexual abuse and or assault or rape by the age of 18. Um,
0: What was that number?
2: 60% 1 in 5 Have been raped In their lifetime
1: This is a hard topic Yeah That's a That's a lot To digest In one And that's just Going off the numbers Mm-hmm. And technically Those numbers Are based off of People who Reported, reported it, it. Mhm. So imagine about all the tales that aren't being reported. Yeah.
2: It's crazy. And, um, yeah, it's 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 hard for me to talk about this. Cause, you know, because I've I've experienced, not me personally, but a girl that I used to talk to when I was uh, younger, um, you know, I could share her story. She could write a book about it and, I, and I'll, I'll go into it a little bit, um. Basically her and I, we were boyfriend and girlfriend, uh, back in I wanna say, you know, junior high school. And um basically what was happening is we would talk and then um you know, she had to go all the time. You know, we you know we talk on the phone, she'd have to go. And then um one day she pulled me aside at school and um she said, Can I talk to you? And I said, Yeah. And she told me that her stepdad was sexually assaulting her at night, trying to rape her. He would, he would you know, he would sleep in her bed he or try to sleep in her bed. He would touch her and and everything, and um, she didn't know what to do. So she tried to tell her mom, but her mom didn't believe her. And it's one of those things. It's like. And I'm gonna get to that because there was there was there was three key points as to what causes the majority of these situations. But let me finish this. So, basically, fast forward a little bit. I was coming home from playing a, a playing a game, and my and my mom's house was all lit up. Now my mom never lights her house up. She never like leaves the lights on or anything like that all the time. Like my new porch light on was everything was on. And I came in the house and she pulled me to the side and she said, so-and-so was here. Like my, 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 my girlfriend at the time was actually at my house. She called looking for me while I was at my game because <coughs> her stepfather tried to do it again while the mom was in the house. Okay? And she told her mom and her mom didn't believe her and they got into a fight and she had nowhere to go. So she called my house looking for me. My mom picked up the phone. She sounded distraught. She spoke to her and she said, okay, where are you? Come, I'll come get you. My mom went and got her, brought her back to my house. I go into my room. She hugged me so tight, didn't let me go for like five minutes. She was trembling. She was terrified. She didn't know what to do. And, basically, we had to call a relative, you know, and she had to go live with a relative. And then, about a week later, I get a phone call. When my mom gets a phone call at her job. It was the police. Wow. And my mom thought I did something wrong or something happened to me. And they said, no, do you know so-and-so? Yes. Is so-and-so your son? Yes. We need to ask him some questions basically um she reported the incident to the police and bought there were some people that she had told me was one of them including i had to I actually had to testify for this situation um, in which case he got jail time not as much as he deserved, but he got jail time, and he had to be registered as a sex offender um, and there's a lot more to that story and I've never really told anybody that story. I mean, the only people who knew were like, there was like four of us who really knew that story. Um, I don't go into it because it's hard for me to talk about because I know the details. Like, I knew the details. I I mean, I wasn't there, but I know what she told me. She told you enough. And truthfully, like, it ripped me to pieces. Um, That was hard. That was hard to get through. And it was like the first time I recognized that this is a big issue. Like this is a big deal. This is a big issue, and it it'll haunt us for a long, long, long time, unless we come to some type of consensus of what to do and how to act and how to prevent and and all this other fun not fun stuff but all this other stuff that we need to do as, as, as a man. I mean, we're coming at this from a man's, man's perspective. perspective. Yeah. And we did have a special guest that was supposed to come. I mean, unfortunately she couldn't make it because of a, a work obligation. But, needless to say, I think this is good for us to talk about as, as men coming to this topic because mm-hmm. it's an uncomfortable topic for us. But not always
1: in the way that people would think. Yeah. It's funny that you told that story because one of my girlfriends in high school Mm -hmm. had the same exact story, bro. That's crazy. Like, my senior year in high school was like super wild. Like, I remember getting one of them late night phone calls like, yo, can you come get me XYZ? Mind you, she's like 30 minutes from, like, where I was, like, where we, well, from where I live, because she went to a different school.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I'm just like, no way, like, your mom married this guy, like, no way, like, no. Like, I, it was a lot for me to, one, hear it. Two, I met the dude. I been in a crib. Mm-hmm. And then like to the hear stuff like that, I'm like nah bro like and I like me I, I don't play that like I don't domestic violence rape playing with kids like I don't do none of that like mm-hmm. all that makes me super uncomfortable and like I'm kind of like a protector like that's my instinct so like I automatically like go left when I hear or I see sh- like see certain things like that mm-hmm. and in some cases. I wouldn't even say some. A lot of those stories, they do happen at home. And it's like, if you can't tell your mom, your brother, your dad about some shit that's affecting you in your own crib, like, nigga, like, I live here. Like, you're my mom. You're my dad. If I tell you, like, you're supposed to have my back Mm -hmm. no matter what. To allow somebody to come inside this home to mess up this home Mm -hmm. and you not do anything you know how traumatizing that is yeah fuck being toxic dog like that's fucked up like to do that to your like your child like I don't know like Home is, is supposed like, to be, yo, Like, home, home is, is supposed to be your sanctuary. sanctuary right, sanctuary. Like, no right. matter what goes on, like, my mom always told me, like, dog, it don't matter what the hell you do outside. If it's that bad, or you're going through something that bad, you're supposed to be able to talk to me in home. Mm-hmm. Don't let it get to the point where, like, you feel like you can't talk to me and you go out there and you do some fuck shit because now I got to protect you and I don't know what the hell's going on. Mm-hmm. So now you're putting me in a situation... Or trying to protect you. But I don't know what the hell is going on. Your safe haven is your safe haven. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to be able to shut that door. I'm good. Right. It's all. I could be a kid. I can live my life. But the problem is. It's a lot of sick weird ass adults. That's taking away a lot of kids childhood. Mm-hmm. For their own guilty pleasures. We don't know what those guilty pleasures are. We don't know what their psyche is. All I know is, bro, you on some weird shit and you deserve your ass beat. I know people that's locked up, fed time, all that type of shit, to where they tell me stories what happened to people that when they find out that you fuck with kids and you beat on women. Mm-hmm. Guess what's going to happen when you go behind them closed doors? You getting your ass beat
0: mm-hmm.
1: from the rip. They're not trying none of that. Right. They don't, get, and it's fucked up too. Cause sometimes you you might be in the right, but most of the time, people that fuck with kids, bro, you wrong. Mm-hmm. So when you go behind them doors and they find out, oh, you the boy that was fucking with the drone. I saw you on the news.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What's up with all that tough shit you was doing? You was being tough with eight year old. Right. What's up now? Like speaking of which. Like that you, shit, it you, you, pisses me off. Yeah, it,
2: like, ma- it makes me angry too. Like I don't. But it's <laughs> so, yo, this shit so is sick,
1: bro. Like
2: I have I have a thought, and I I don't want to lose it. But the three the three key points that that create yeah. and cause all this madness. Three major major things. Major key alert. Broken home. One. Abusive parents, two. That's physically and emotionally, and neglectful
1: parents, three. I think neglect is like that. Does the more, reason why the reason that why does I more
2: damage like, than a lot of than a lot of people. Like realize. the
1: fact that you're neglecting my truth does a lot of damage because then it's like I don't know who to go to because. There's a lot of broken homes and a lot of broken families to where sometimes all you got is your mom or your dad. Mm-hmm. And the fact that, let's just speak inner city, most people grow up in a single parent household, whether that's a single father mm-hmm. or a single mother home. Or they're growing up in their grandparents' home and they don't have either. Right. So to experience that most of the time, outside of it being a relative, it's a stranger doing that. Mm-hmm. And the fact that you are allowing a stranger to come into this safe haven to fuck with me, and you do nothing, like, that's super fucked up. I remember this one time, uh, I think I shared it with you. It was on the shade Room. Like, some girl submitted it. She was, like, I think, like, 15? hmm She was, like... Like, the description was so nasty, bro. Like, super disgusting. She had her video camera out. She was like, basically, yo, mom. Your boyfriend's touching me. X, Y, Z. And the mom automatically, like, just went left and just went in defense mode. Like, fuck is you talking about? He's a good man. X, Y, Z. She like, yo, mom. Like. He tried to do this shit again, like last night. Like what? Like what? Don't you understand?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's, and it's, it is crazy because the girl got so calm. She like, oh, like, like I'm done. And it got so crazy that the mom like flipped on the door and was like, Well, how about you get the fuck out because he's a good man. He paid the bills. There's food on here. Them clothes on your back. He paid for it. And now you coming at me with this nut shit. I thought we were done with this the last time we addressed it. Mm -hmm. But you keep bringing this shit up over and over and over and over and over. Like, stop the fucking lies. And the girl's like, mom, what the, like, where is this coming from? Like, I'm, I'm telling you. But the mom wasn't trying to hear none of that shit. And the crazy part is, like, I'm reading the comments and, like, it was all these people that was like, yo, I can relate to that. And it's like, not forget about the child, but then it's like, damn, like how traumatizing is that for the mother to, to just forget her baby, all for love. Listen. And that's a whole other topic, but that happens. Like, I like I, I know people like that. Like they neglect their kids for women and men. Like whatever the kids going through, complaining about it don't matter. I'm happy because somebody loves me or somebody wants me. Mm-hmm. That's more important than my child's safety. Which is absolutely which I abs- never understood. This is absurd. But we understand that a lot of people just aren't fit for parenting.
2: Listen. And if you
1: aren't fit for parenting, listen. I, I I I congratulate the aunts and uncles, the grandparents, the brothers and sisters that step up. To take that child in and to give them a childhood. Uh Allow them to remove themselves because some shit, bro, like that that some people tell me, like I, 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 I will never understand it, bro. Like we got girls out here. Not even girls. Let's just talk about kids. We got kids out here under the age of 17 that's being a part of Sex trafficking, mm-hmm. being removed from their families at like the age of six, never seeing their family, mm-hmm. going from overseas back to the states and being sex slaves. Yeah, never seeing a dime, no money, no clothes on their back, no food. Like, you know, that's fucked up, bro. Like, that's fucked up.
2: There's, that is sick. Th- we we hear it, we hear it more often times now,
1: because we we see the, because of the, inter- the internet. The internet, the news, the news is more global. But the fucked up part is, bro, that shit been happening since For a the long beginning time. of time. Long
2: time, long time.
1: Like before slavery. Well, let's you know,
2: I mean, okay, like that's how far we can take this shit. This sick shit back. Oh, this goes back. This goes back to. Roman times, yeah, the like, Egyptian times where, but see s- these types of acts and things have been going on for just decades, generations and ages. Some of it is it's, it's a culture thing. Some of it is a culture thing. I mean, okay, so speaking of culture things, let's so when I was looking at the statistics um in the Asian culture. So the Asian culture meaning um uh, it, it carries from from Japan over to Uh, India India. and and back down. Um, One of the things that 23% of Asian women will be sexually raped, molested, or abused. And then it said 21% of those cases are non wanted, unconsensual sexual activity. And that could be from a husband, a partner, a boyfriend, a girlfriend. Or other. So if you really, really think about that, you know, it's like these are the conversations. Like, bro, I, I. <laughs> it's like now that I've, I've, I've opened up this lockbox of of things in my head in regards to this topic. Like, I can tell you so many stories that have been told to me by people that we care about. Like, girl, uh, like I, know girl, I know
1: girls that been raped, molested, mm-hmm. numerous times, more than once, from a, like their childhood, even like adult, like adulting, I would say after 18. I, mean, I know girls that had to like, strip at 16, with their mother type shit. I know, I know kids, that like they mom was, was strung out on drugs, mm-hmm. and would like, Put like give their kids away for the next best hit. Yup. I know people that they're like was willing to sell their kid. Like I saw some on the news like a couple months ago where like a lady they sold their daughter to like this guy locked up in fucking like Newtown and shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was like that was recent. Yeah, they sold her at like fucking six. Mm-hmm. For some dope, mm-hmm. and the only reason why they found out and knew about the whole story was because the girl finally had the strength to kill the motherfucker, and they saw and they and somebody found her on the side of the road.
0: Yeah,
1: I'm like, bro, it's 29. What the fuck? Like, it's a lot. It's a lot to handle. And don't get it twisted. It had like it's. I understand we keep highlighting like females, but this shit happened to guys too. Oh, yeah. Like well, right. some people that, now before we give out the stats, mm-hmm. there's some people that are celebrities that actually speak on this. Like Charlemagne the God, mm-hmm. you just spoke on it a couple of weeks ago with the interview with DL Hughley. Yes. DL Hughley um, has been sexually assaulted, molested, whatever you want to call it. But there's a lot more. Mm hmm. And in our society, there's a lot more like Terry Crews. Terry Crews recently just happened, but some movie his admission you mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. let's just highlight movies that highlight men, little boys being assaulted and sexually abused. I'm I'm thinking of Antoine Fisher. Yep, I cried. Why? Because I, cried I could him. relate to that shit. Yes, absolutely. Another movie I recently just saw was. White Boy Rick, mm. where White Boy Rick was like sixteen, and one of the drug dealer's girlfriend, well, wife at the time, mm. he just got booked. He was White Boy Rick was like the next boy up in the hood, like slinging dog and money. She made her move. Nigga, that's traumatizing. Like that shit is sick. He's 16. Yeah. She's like 35.
2: Um I I watched movies too. The Reader. I don't know if you've heard about this. This one happened in a Nazi camp, concentration camp. Mm. And the and the woman was Kate Winslet. Kate Winslet. Kate Wins- yeah. yeah, she was she used to read to the inmates, to the to the to the um, to the people who were locked up in the concentration camps. And she would sexually assault them before they were killed, and she went into hiding because she felt so guilty about it. Shawshank Redemption.
1: Yeah, I was about to say. That. I was definitely about to highlight that. I mean, that's that's, and that's a and that's a great
2: movie. That's uh, actually Stephen King yeah. wrote that book. Actually,
1: yeah.
2: Um, but Shawshank is a per- perfect example of, of jail. It's been going on for the beginning
1: of. I mean, jails are just. Oz highlighted it. Oz, yeah, Cri- shit. We talking about fucking um, one of my favorite shows that's on TV right now, Snowfall. Mm-hmm. Like episode, it was like episode three. Yeah, boy was like in the room, just mm. tied ball up and was just giving it to him. Mm-hmm. It was so graphic. Oh my god, bro, <laughs> like. But these are these are real. These are real situations. And I know these are movies, but they're based on facts. Right. There's truth behind it. There's truth behind it. Don't ever believe that just because you see it on a movie that is f- fictional. Mm-hmm. There's facts behind that, And a lot of research done for it to become a fact. And we have some stats for you. Yeah, so... Um... Six,
2: so it's, it's been reported that only 16% of men have reported being sexually assaulted, raped, or abused um, in their lifetime. Um, transgender. 50% of transgender have experienced being sexually assaulted, raped, or molested. 64% will experience that. Um, it's just, the these statistics are just incredible. Um, and thank
1: you to, um, the Me Too website for these statistics. Um. So what's your thoughts on when people say that boys or men can't be raped or... Molested. I tell them they're ridic- They're they're obnoxiously, <clears throat>
2: ridiculously, and uninformed because I know, I know of of someone who did, and that was the, one of the most graphic slash traumatizing stories I ever heard in my life. Um, but I think when we talk about men, I think we more, we think automatically they would they they would be more. Physically abused, meaning, um, beat, beat, you know. Which happens a lot. Um, yeah, and I, and I I think, but I think it it happens to women just as much. Mm -hmm. Uh, Especially when you're a kid. Mm -hmm. When you're a kid, you know, there's a fine line between getting a spanking and getting beat. Okay. Um, one of my friends used to get the shit kicked out of him by his dad. Every fucking Day to the point where, if he protected his three brothers, he got beat four times. Yeah, yeah I know, that. and he used to come to school black and blue. I mean, black and blue. And, you, and you'd sit there and you'd be like, Dog, you ain't fall off your bike today, you ain't fall down the steps today, you didn't trip and stumble into the creek today, you ain't fall out the treehouse today. What's your excuse now, mom? Mom came to school one time. Now, this is an elementary school, bro. Mom came to school one time, both her eyes were black. You sitting here and telling me that she fell off the bike with you, too? Or she fell down the steps, too? Nah. See, that type of stuff resonates long term. Mm-hmm. You don't forget things like that. Mm mm. You don't forget the stories that your, you know, your friends may tell you. And, you know, for those who have, who are listening to this and and probably tearing up like we are and having and having a difficult time because you probably know somebody who's been through this or, or you may experience this in your lifetime. You know, we want to tell you that we love you. Mm -hmm. We care about you. Yes. And that there's resources out here for you if you need them. And I'm going to get to those resources. Don't worry. Um, but just know, like, a lot of this stuff resonates. So for me, like I said, this hits home harder than anything because I have a little girl. Mm-hmm. My little girl's seven. <clears throat> you know? And so when you really think about all these things that happen out here, I mean, we didn't even get into the military yeah, I mean, we ain't get
1: to the workplace. We ain't
2: get to the workplace. We didn't hit those things yet.
1: Um, the club scene. Oh God! Tight.
2: I mean, and and so maybe now people will wonder why I'm so against certain activities that women do out here randomly to grasp attention. Mm-hmm. Because all attention ain't good attention. It it can it can carry. Maybe that person has some type of trauma that, and and that's a release for them. So it's the attention grabber or a seeker. Um, or the attention leads to the act, the act. that they
1: don't want.
2: That they don't want, but they're attracting,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and that is where you know
1: where I I have issues with. But this a it's a in line but I mean that. that's where it's, it's hard to say like like sometimes you gotta like take accountability mm-hmm. but when I say take accountability it's more so like certain situations you need to know like one who your true friends are mm-hmm. who are there for you and your good well-being when you're In certain settings... You shouldn't be alone. Right. That's where... That girl code, guy code... Mm -hmm. Comes into play. Right, right, right. Because if people were actually using the code properly... In a public setting... Mm -hmm. A lot of this wouldn't happen. In public setting. In a public setting. Right. Agree. Because... It all comes down to... Oh, well... He or she was left alone. They were by themselves. Well, why are they by themselves when you're right here?
2: Oh, let me give you an instance where that didn't happen. And you and Bob, you and I both saw this video because I posted the video on my Instagram and you posted it on, in one of the chats with that girl who got knocked out and down in down in Miami.
1: That was what yesterday. That was two days ago. Huh? I think that. Yeah, that was, it was Friday.
2: Yeah, it was Friday. Now,
1: which is assault.
2: Yes, and I hope he gets arrested. But I saw a lot of issues in that in that video, bro. I saw a lot of laughs,
1: a lot of cameras.
2: A lot of laughs, a lot of cameras, a lot of camera phones, not no help. Not not one. Not if, one that guy. girl was knocked out yeah. on the ground for ten seconds at least until one person came over and tried to help her up. Actually Wait. tried to pull her top down Wait. because her top fell
1: off. Which was a female. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't one of her friends. friends. Right.
2: And what really, really pissed me off about that video mm-hmm. was the fact that that motherfucker who hit her, okay, marched off like he knocked out Mike Tyson. He did it in pride. Mm-hmm. Okay? He did that before.
1: Yeah, that ain't his first time.
2: That ain't his first time hitting a the, hitting the woman. Mm-hmm. You can tell that right off the bat. And... Basically that that unnerved me. I mean, bro, I, I had to drink some 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 whiskey after watching that cuz I was so angry. Yeah. He would have been fucking stomped into the ground if that was if that was 10, 15, 20 years ago.
1: Nah, I wouldn't say that. I bro. If, if I saw that outside. If I
2: there, was if I was there, like, yo, if what? I was there, I would have been waiting for
1: him, like Regardless
2: nah. if I knew him or not. Now, regardless of, of, of how, how it happened, cause
1: or why it or happened... but let, let, let's, just, let's just point that out. Fuck whatever happened. It's just a simple fact that a grown-ass man put his hand on a young woman. His fist. His fist to the face. Yeah. That's what happened, guys. It was the fist... Closed fist to the face. Knocked her clean cold out. Because people that don't know the story, there's a video... Of a guy knocking a lady out. But she technically was fighting before that. Yes, she was. Mm-hmm. Her and her friends or I don't know. They were fighting just, girls. It was, it was girls. It was, other it was a girls. girl fight. Yes, it was. And people were pulling. It was a lot going on. A lot of commotion. A lot of chaos. Mm-hmm. It looked like she swung
2: at him. Oh, she did. So he was recording his her friend fighting the other girl. And she saw him and smacked him in the back of the head.
1: Yeah, he turns around. He turns around, looks at her. Looks at her for a quick second, cocks measures arm up, measures
2: her up, and cocks his arm back and and clocks her full force, hundred percent. And all you heard was oh. oh. And then the next thing you see,
1: he just walks off.
2: He walks off and struts off like like he was like it like his theme song was the Bee Gees, staying alive, and literally. Everybody around had their cell phones out recording
1: it. Mind you, it was more guys over there watching the fight than females. Right. The girls that came and helped came from the other direction. Yes, that's right.
2: And nobody helped this girl at all. She laid out, knocked out. Her boobs were out. You know, she was, her knees was were back where she was unconscious. She had because she was she was not cold and everybody's recording
1: <clears throat> but it's stuff like that where it's like that moment right then and there she's gonna be traumatized for the rest of her life yeah and, and whether, then, whether whether he or she was right or wrong right for him he should have just did that a lot differently. And her, she just needs to learn, yo, keep your hands to yourself because that's a wake-up call. Right. Everybody ain't raised the same way. Everybody's standards and morals ain't the same mm-hmm. as yours. Right. And when you go on these trips and these vacations, listen, I keep telling people all the time, your friends ain't your fucking friends until shit goes left. Right. <laughs> when shit go left, yep. that's when you figure out, like... Damn, I am really Let, by myself. Right. right. You, know, you you, know, And understand. it sucks that you gotta be miles and hours away and states away or in a whole other fucking country to realize that. Because, let's just take it from the fight standpoint. It was, I think, like two years ago. Happened in Detroit, I think. No, Chicago. Where that young girl was found in that fridge.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But her friend set her up.
2: Yes, I remember that. She was at a hotel
1: party. at a hotel party. Hotel party, yes. But they went to the hotel party to basically get her set to up. To get her set up, right. But it started off as a joke. But it really wasn't a joke because they were plotting this on Facebook and Instagram. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, what type of weird shit is that? Like, y'all come to this lady crib, eat, play, mm-hmm. grew up together since y'all was youth, and like, this is this the type of shit y'all get into for a laugh, right. for a repost. But then niggas be bitching and crying when they in front of the judge facing 25 to life over some dumb shit. Mm-hmm. But get back to this Me Too movement and like I I just think that like we're in a weird state, society-wise. Like everybody does the extreme for celebrity. They want they want the clout. Mm-hmm. They want the repost, they want the likes. They want the headlines. Whether you are a regular citizen or a celebrity. Because even celebrities do fuck shit for headlines. Speaking of celebrities.
2: I mean, let's let's talk about some of these celebrities. And, and what it what it boils down to is overall manipulation. Yeah, That's using a... your power, using your power, using your platform for manipulation. Harvey Weinstein, sick. Larry Nassar, sick. You know he. So Harvey Weinstein was the one who used. He he was a Hollywood producer and was getting actresses and uh, and actors. Jobs. Jobs by doing <laughs> sexual, sexual act. acts in order to get a
1: role or, or to get this or get that. So if you like Game of Thrones, haha, <laughs> that's a Harvey show, bro. You just, just know <laughs> by you watching it, don't do that. that. Don't
2: do that. That's what you're promoting. Don't do that, Bob. Um, Larry Nasser, that's a sick motherfucker, dog.
1: Oh, Larry's super sick.
2: He was the USA Gymnastics team doctor who was performing checkups on the girls without... Without... He was an OBGYN. Yeah. And without
1: gloves. Yeah. He was just in there. He was just... Just... Mind you, a lot of them at that time, when they started building their cases, they were like 14, 16.
2: Oh, younger. There's some that were 12. Yeah. 12! Bro, I'm yeah. telling you right now, you touch my twelve year old daughter, your fucking head's getting blown off. I'm, I'm just telling you that right now. Yeah. You're gonna have you're gonna have a lot of lot. You you gonna you gonna be talking yeah, to the man, devil. We,
1: we going we gonna talk about some daddy issues later. All right. <laughs> Robert Kelly. R. Kelly. I mean, we look at him as the goat. Who does? Some people. So, listen, the King of R&B, they look at him that way. Yeah. There's no doubt. There's, man. there's no doubt in telling that he
2: can sing. No doubt, he's but he's a sick dude. And that Need interview, that recent interview that he did, shout out to Gil, bro. That that interview was insane. He literally had guilt written all over him. I know it's innocent until
1: proven guilty, but this is just can't. this is absurd. Mind you, he's in a court of opinion, public opinion too. So, yeah.
2: And what's crazy is that the founder of of Me Too. Miss Burke was the one who did, who
1: produced, who the, produced the documentary. The
2: documentary um, on R. Kelly. On R. Kelly, what was it? Uh, what was it called?
1: Surviving, Surviving R. Kelly. R. Kelly. That was on Lifetime.
2: So, so she it was produced like a six
1: that six part series. Yeah, I watched all of it too. It I watched super it was sick. it was crazy. I got, that, a, lot of, that I got is, a lot of red flags on that. That was that's,
2: that's what that's pure like, manipulation right there. All right, so Jerry
1: Sandusky. Super sick. This... So he was the, the coach he was at the coach Penn State. the coach at Penn State during John Paterno's tenure. Uh, he was a recruiter. Mm-hmm. He, uh, pre- he, he was... Assistant coach. He was the assistant coach too. But he was the one who was touching the boys in the shower. Not really teammates, but he had like a camp or he something had, like he that. He had a camp that they were using Penn State's facilities. Yeah. He actually touched some of the... Players.
2: Players. Yeah. And that, you know, it's like... Got the whole team fired.
1: Got... It's, it's sad that John Paterno I mean, died like that.
2: Yeah, he had what eighty over eighty something people who testified against him. Mm-hmm. That's uh, that is
1: crazy. He's locked uh. up currently. Uh, so far, out of those two, out of all those names, only two people are actually in jail. Right, because R. Kelly's out on
2: bail. Yeah, he's out on bail. He's right out now. on bail. Harvey Weinstein's in jail. Larry Nasser's in jail.
1: Nah, Harvey's not in jail. Harvey Weinstein's not in jail. Nah, I could have sworn he was in jail. Nah, it's Larry. And uh, Sandusky. Sandusky. Okay, doing time. That's
2: crazy, and and so then we got other forms of manipulation. We got Bill Cosby, and, and God knows I love Bill Cosby, mm. and I and I love the Cosby Show, and I love a different world. I grew up with those shows when they came I still, on. I
1: still watch them
2: when they came on live, man. That's when I grew. That's where I grew up. So from seeing Claire Huxtable. As, you know, as a as do- as a as a lawyer and seeing Cliff as a doctor. Super and, powerful. And he's got a son who's a knucklehead and he's got his oldest daughter and sure. she's just a freelance person and his middle daughter is just, she doesn't know where she is in Super life. Relatable. It's It's just so relatable and then, and then doing a different world, having that college experience. You know how many black people and and, and minorities looked into that show and was like, man, I, I could do it's something. I could, do with, I could go there. Going to that school would be fun. Going to Hillman would be great. Like, and, Hillman,
1: this, was, Hillman, Hillman was what? Hampton, right? That's I it
2: what was, it was, I thought it or was. Or was it Howard? I thought it was down in. I thought it was down Atlanta. It was Spelman? Was it in Atlanta? In Morehouse. I thought it was. I, I can't I remember. remember.
1: It, uh, it
2: Sh- was. It was, a, it was definitely an HBCU. Sh- yeah, it was definitely an HBCU. Uh, hit us up. Let us know what what school Hillman was really supposed yeah. to be. <laughs> Make sure you follow us at Bag Season S B A G S Z N underscore podcast. Um, so we got and then we, so we got Bill Cosby who is manipulating people by putting date rape drugs in, and, yeah. and, and 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 hitting them with the secret sauce and Damn. and just it that's crazy. And then let's talk I know you really wanted to hint on this one. Well, there's two I really want to hint on. So let's just finish this one up. Michael Jackson. King of Pop. I love Michael Jackson to death. Everybody who knows me knows I love Michael Jackson. I cried when he when he when he passed away. I think everybody did. Um I I literally I had Did you watch the documentary? Oh yes. I was off the I, I had off the wall. I had the record, okay? Off the wall, I had Thriller, the mm. record. I had Bad, the, the record. record. Like if you don't know what a record is, hey. <laughs> no, I had I had I had the 45s for those who didn't mm. have records, okay? So so basically He's my idol, but now all this stuff is surfacing out of the woodwork, which he was acquitted for. Mm-hmm. And one of the per- one of the people who testified in that now is all of a sudden changing the story.
1: To be honest which, with you, I, his son, uh, his kids are actually suing now. Right.
2: I, to be, yeah, so it's to be honest with you, Michael Jackson was a very interesting person. I thought he was a, a genius, a musical genius, but his childhood was so messed up <laughs> from the physical and mental, mental abuse. Beast. By Joe Jackson, that it created this monster. Same thing with R. Kelly.
1: Because he was
0: abused. He was abused as a kid, by, as his kid
2: by his sister, and was sexually assaulted and molested by his sister, which turned in him into something. Now, let's get into this one because you really wanted to get into this one. Let's do it. Woody Allen, sick fucker. For those of you who don't know who Woody Allen is. He is a. Hollywood he's not
1: Woody from Toy Story.
2: No, he's a Hollywood <laughs> mogul. He was a producer and film writer, who adopted. Adopted, his now wife.
1: At the age of what? Eight. Eight. So from the time she was eight to I think what? Twenty one. I think they got married. Three. Twenty three. That they want to get married. Right, Yeah. Yeah. He basically groomed
2: her. That is that that is the definition of sick. If I've ever heard it, and he's walking free, he's walking free. I, I I just don't know how to explain that at all. I mean, and this is this is common knowledge. Like everybody knows this stuff. If you Google Woody Allen,
1: she pops up. She
2: pops up. <laughs> it's it's the it's the most sick thing I've ever seen in my life. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. Where we
1: where we at with it? We got a uh... Let, let's talk about Marcus Houston. We ain't there yet. Oh, you ain't there yet? We ain't there yet. That's, Bro. That's, a, that's another time. We gonna right. go... Are we gonna talk about Miss Johnson? Miss mm, Johnson? Oh, let's say the women. Oh, okay. We got Elvis still. Oh, we got... That That was
2: the next one. Elvis Presley.
1: Married his... I forget her name, but... He married her at 14. That's... Bruh. 14. He has interviews where he says... I like my women young from the ages of 12 to 16 because I can relate to them. Mind you, she's like 30 or something at the time, I think. They didn't have like a 15-year difference. Mm-hmm. But it's like, bro, like you're a celebrity, you're a star. Laura well, Kelly's no different. He said yo, the same. Yo, it's literally the exact same story. The problem is, Elvis was more public with it. It's just that we live in a sick society and he was the king of rock and roll. So they let the shit slide. And it's fucked up because it's a lot of stories like that that America let shit slide. But with this Me Too movement and the climate that we're in today, nah, bro, come out the closet. Nah, all this fuck shit that you've been doing, nah, you, you... we got some repercussions for you. Yeah, some skeletons are gonna come out now. Now, you always keep thinking that it's guys. It's there's some women out here that 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 are sick
2: as well. So you have Asia Argento, who was the host of X Factor, who, who there there's there's there's, got there's some ties. There's some ties to Harvey Weinstein, mm-hmm. she was actually a victim, a victim. Of, of Harvey Weinstein and ended up doing the same thing when she got her platform. Yep. Then you have Kimberly Garfoyle, who was the host of Fox News, who was making, making, sexual, payments. making payments and sexual advances to get up. To move up the ladder. To move up the ladder. Um, she was paying for her ex. Yes, yeah, up. yeah, she was. Allison Mack. Miss Mack. Sick. Hollywood actress, mm-hmm. turned sex trafficker. Yep. She she had a sex trafficking operation that was sconed by the FBI for years, and they and they and they figured out that she was the mastermind behind the whole thing. This is yep. It's incredible. That's how she kept her fortune. Oh, man. And then we got. Miss Johnson. So we're gonna Ms. go Johnson, over Miss Johnson.
1: The folks that don't know, if you heard about the Fort Valley University's sex ring, <laughs> for AKA Miss Johnson ran that. She was their advisor. Yeah, she was the grad advisor. She was
2: running a, a full operational sex ring in order for girls to become initiates into the sorority. Um, they would have to perform sex acts in order to get the money for... For her... For their For, fees. for their fees. Let me tell you something. Mind you,
1: it was only $2,000 at the time. And this happened last year. <laughs>
0: this my, is recent.
1: My, my, mind you, this is... So don't get it twisted. It ain't always guys. Like, there's a lot of women out here doing a lot of sick shit too. We're just highlighting some things to let you know that we all have a story to tell. And we all need to take accountability for the fuck shit that we do. So if you're into this sick shit, we coming for that ass. And you're going to be held accountable for your acts. And if you're a victim, just know that we are here for you and that we Mm -hmm. love you. Absolutely. 100%. Please, 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 please. If you feel like you can't talk to anybody, know that you can talk to us. And we'll keep it completely 100% confidential. You won't have we to We have about resources anything. for you. Yes. We have numerous contacts, social workers, therapists, doctors, mm-hmm. lawyers, enforcement, law enforcement that are high rank that can help you. Or can help somebody else that you know. Because that's that's another thing. A lot of people know Mm -hmm. about situations. But they don't report it. But they don't report it. Right. And then that's when they become like love is blind. Like with Eve. With that story. Yeah, I think it's really difficult, you know. Because you
2: don't want to... You don't... You want to be supportive to somebody who's going through something. But at the same time, like you don't ultimately know how that ultimately is going to affect them, them. long term. <clears throat> so it's like, it, you're stuck between a rock and a hard place.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, all I knew is that when my my junior high school girlfriend came to my house, I just wanted to make sure that she was good and nobody was ever going to touch her ever again. It, it, like, you know, in a, in a bad way. You know what I'm saying?
1: Like, bro, I know people that had to do like they were like escorts and shit. I mean, yeah. Like that shit is crazy. like shit it's, is it's, crazy. It's, it's
2: It's wild to think about it, but like I said, like it's 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 one of those things. Is it's such a touchy subject, but like it's, like Bob said, we are here for those who really have something, a story to tell. Make sure that you inbox me, okay? I'm swimmer. You can inbox Bob. Bobby Ruhl, and then you can inbox the Bag Season. You can also B A G S Z N underscore podcast. You can also I'm listen. I'm all about this. If you have if you have something you really need to just inbox me your phone number. If you want to call, you can always call. You know, we do the Bag Season podcast for you, the people. So we have a list of resources here. Okay, now what I will say if you do go to www.me2mvmt.org, so www.me2movement.org, there is a tab on there that allows you to look up these resources without being traced. Mm -hmm. Okay, so it allows you, so for instance, if you are in the home and you are being abused by your partner or by someone and you don't want them finding out, it'll actually clear your cache, clear your cookies. You won't even have to worry about it as if you weren't there. You can actually search, you can look, you can do whatever you want, and, it, and it'll, it'll show as if you were never even on the website. But there's a list of resources. So there's resources for the general public and consensus there's there's links for legal counsel, so if you need legal counsel lawyers, someone to talk to because you want to um press charges or go to the police okay youth services anybody under the age of seventeen okay, and that goes for sexual assault, emotional distress <gasps> physical abuse physical- phy- uh and uh and neglect mm-hmm. okay. Human trafficking, if you know somebody who is a part of a sex ring or being sex trafficked or floating, you haven't seen this person,
1: they're a missing person, you can report it on there. Uh, While we're on sex trafficking, Mm -hmm. um, there's three hubs that I know that are like real bad with the area of like sex trafficking. You have Atlanta, Mm -hmm. you have Houston, and I think the third one on the West Coast I think is Oakland. Yeah, L.A. From, L.A. and that, Oakland. That, that, stretch, that stretch from yeah. Oakland
2: to L.A. Yes, absolutely.
1: So, ladies, please be careful. Please do the buddy system. Um, If you see a place with, like, no street lights or whatever, don't go. Just be safe out yeah. here. Just be safe out If you got here. kids, listen, y'all, like, please watch them. Don't have them just running the streets all crazy. Or with a stranger. Or with a stranger. Right. Go, have your kids identify who's actually supposed to pick them up from school. Like.
2: But also, but also identify, you know, and this is to my parents out there. Talk to your children at a very young age about proper and improper touching.
1: Yes. That's that's key.
2: Okay. One thing that I did do with my daughter, you know, at, at the age of two. I said, nobody touches you here. Nobody touches you here. Okay, nobody. And if someone does, you tell me. You mm-hmm. tell mommy, you tell daddy. You understand? Yes. Yes. Nobody touches you there. And so, that's important. It's extremely important to talk to your kid. And don't just assume, and these are... Now, I'm talking to the parents that have pre-teens and teens. Okay? Don't just assume that they're okay. Because,
1: because they're at that age.
2: Because they're at that age. Or they're, you know... Listen, I found out about sex through my friends. Yeah. Like, I mean, flat out. My, my I didn't have that conversation with my mom.
1: I sure I did.
2: You know? Or the, father, or the father figures. I know my uncle would say... Just make sure that you wrap that joint up. You
1: know yeah. what I mean? That's it. I learned how to put a condom on sex in like health class. When you put it on a banana. Mhm. Yeah. So those are
2: important things. Make sure you have these conversations with your sons and your daughters. You have the conversations with your sons. Let them know what's appropriate and what's not appropriate. Mm -hmm. You let them know what are boundaries. Mm -hmm. You have to tell them what boundaries are. If you don't tell them what boundaries are, they won't know unless something happens to them and it may be too late. Okay? Same thing with girls. I think you gotta... Girls gotta do the boundaries too. Mm -hmm. You have to know what boundaries are, but you also have to let... You know, they have to have the talk. I mean, mothers can talk to their daughters. You know, fathers need to talk to their sons or male figures need to talk to their sons. Same thing, female figures need to talk to, to women as well, so we there's a lot of different things that um that you need that definitely need to be
1: out in the open, yeah, I think also you need to really start having like especially like today's time real conversations with children mm-hmm. because a lot of sick shit happens now via internet mm-hmm. and on these. Weird platforms. Absolutely. Um, there were, like, kids on the internet me- linking up with grown-ass men mm-hmm. via, like, a fake Facebook page, but only, like, middle school kids knew about it. Right. It was, like, a download. The, this fake, ad. Date, the fake The fake date. date. Yeah. yeah. Like, hey, yo, meet me at the game. Yeah. Hey, I'm this old guy. Remember the show, like Catch a Predator? Mm, uh, uh, Catfish, too.
2: Catfish, Catfish, same way.
1: Yep. Have conversations based on situations so that when your child or that child comes into that encounter, they know what it looks like. Mm -hmm. Because it ain't always about, don't do this, don't do that. It's more so like, yo, if I'm in a room. And it's, it can be three girls and ten guys. But the one girl, that's her boyfriend, but it's us two and it's all these guys in the room. When you get on, when you start feeling uncomfortable, guess what? You need to leave.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Ask them, like, ask your daughter, like, yo, if you are in a situation, blah, 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 what are you doing? Ask your son. Hey, if it's, four girls in here xyz and somebody's up in the room and you hear some wild knocking and screaming what do you do what are you doing right if you find out some weird shit about your friend mm-hmm. are you checking your friend which a lot which doesn't happen now at all they okay. laugh, and they laugh and or they run it underneath the rug
2: check your friends that that is what a true friend does
1: I would hope a thousand percent if I was wrong. You need to check them and then cut that motherfucker off. Period. There you go. Like, I'm sorry. I can't be your friend if you beat on kids. I can't be your friend if you beat on women. You rape women. And think it's funny. And, and think, think it's, it's cool. Think like. It's a game. Yeah. Like, I know a lot of guys, like, they prey on drunk women. Like, we was college kids. Mm-hmm. You know, yo, I'm about to take her back to the crib. She's about to pass. Up, and they still do the act. I'm like, bro, you're sick. Like, no. Like, he- nah, man. We not doing that, bro. I know you're a huge advocate against um, intoxication. Bro. Uh, consentment. That's a big thing. That's a, no. big, that's a Yo, big thing. listen. Bro, that's if she's thing. sick, listen. You're not. I'm sorry. You're not coming to my crib. No. I'm not trying to hear you waking up and you don't remember. Like, I'm not trying to hear no fake story. Because you'd be surprised. It don't matter if it's liquor. It can be a drug. Mm-hmm. Like, all that. I like drunk sex. I like high sex. Yeah, you like that shit till you wake up and you don't remember. And you're in a weird spot with a random motherfucker. That you don't remember how the fuck you even got here. What was the football player's name? Who was going to be like
2: a top 10 or 15 NFL draft pick. And the girl... Falsely accused him of rape, was, um, and he and he did two years in the
1: federal penitentiary yeah, for rape. Um, and she she, found, she out, found and out she lied. She lied and got nothing. I forget what school it was. I think it was it was down it's south. Down south, it was in Texas or something yeah. like that. Let me tell you something. There is nothing worse
2: than false accusations on either side. So it's not cute. It's yo. not cute. It's not. And it's a culture for that too. That, that's not what, that's not a thing, because you can truly ruin, can ruin somebody's, somebody's life, long term. Mm-hmm. You know the, that
1: stigma always sticks.
2: And and, and then he have to they have to register as a sex offender, and that sticks with just them, cause that sticks with them for the rest of their life, whether they're guilty or not. And so that's one thing that I believe that you really do have to know the difference and and teach that teach that falsely false rape is not a game it's not something to be played with it's definitely not a cool thing but there is a link on the on the resources tab for college students as well so if you have a college boyfriend or you're in a situation like that girl was um what school was that Stanford with the, oh, yeah. with the swimmer, she drank. She drank herself, and he was—he raped her behind he raped a her behind. behind a dumpster. Like, come on! Like, I—I I, I just don't understand it. Um, but you also have domestic partner links there. Okay, you yeah. have LGBT links. Okay, so if you're dealing with that, we have workplace. Okay, so which is
1: which is highlighted as verbal abuse, sexual assault, sexual passes, sexual, passes mm-hmm. sexual harassment. Right. You you you're not getting a promotion, you're not getting a raise until you act on something, right? You got to give something to get something that's non-work related. Right. There's websites strictly for men.
2: Okay? Um cuz like we said, this is not this is a non biased non-gender Bias, non sexual bias
1: podcast. I think with guys, we look at it as like pride. Like, because, like, when you're a kid, it's like, yo, I'm getting ass. Like, like but- I had a cool, like, me. I was like 20. The oldest one I actually dealt with was probably like 40.
0: Hmm.
1: But I wasn't talking to her. It was like, like sexual okay. but it's like a kid a, a, a guy that's like 16 will look at somebody trying to talk to him at like 25 27 and be like yo I got old head like you know man we, we chilling but not knowing like that statutory that, rape that statutory rape like what she's doing mm-hmm. is very manipulative and she's acting on my child instincts. Like, I'm not an adult. Like, I don't know what the fuck going on. I just know, like, she want to take me places, blah, right. blah, blah. But we look at it as, like, a trophy. Until we get older, and it's like, damn. Kind of like how D.L. Hugie looks at his situation. Mm-hmm. Like, now he's a comedian. Right. So he puts humor to it. Right. But he knows, like, yo, I was traumatized. Shout out to D.L., king of comedy. Like, and, like... The way that he's open to it, it kind of looks. You start to, you start to look at certain shit like, yeah, bro, like that's not right. Right. Like um, I see the reason why. I do the things I do. Mm-hmm. I say the way I say the things I say. Mm-hmm. I dress the way I dress. Right. Because, just on this topic too, you got Amber Rose's slut walk, which. A lot of people say conflicts with the Me Too movement, but it's like they're kind of glorifying terms like bitch, slut, whore, hoe. Like I can dress however I want, doesn't mean like I should be sexually assaulted or raped. Mm-hmm. But it's like that's a whole nother topic, but it's more so like.
0: You can't, we just you can't, like you we,
2: can't walk like a duck, quack like a duck, and, and look like a duck, and expect to be treated like a goat. Yeah, uh, like Okay, it's, it's just not. It's just yeah, not. Like, there, it's, there's, it's, there's,
1: there's like some, it's weird. Like I mean, but I, this climate, I see it, but yeah, this but, climate allows us to have like these weird discussions because at the end of the day, it was real life. That's crazy. Like just looking in culture, just to want to highlight on that. There's cultures out here to where there's guys that got, like, rich folks. They go to, like, knock on your door and be like, hey, I got such and such amount of dollars. I got gold, X, Y, Z. Your daughter's 12. That's who I want. Start grooming her. How much you want for her?
0: Mm, that's by
1: sick. the sick. By the time she's 16, she got four kids. That's sick. Raising a family. DuPont's. Like Duponts did that. Yeah, like to, to keep the money in the in yeah, the family. Like, like that shit is sick. But it's like, yo, it's a culture thing. Incest. Like, you got incest relationships. hmm That happens. It's a lot of shit where it's like society. I wouldn't even say condone it. But we sweep it underneath the rug like we do condone this bullshit mm-hmm. until it happens to you. To humans. you, yep. And that's that's and that's the f- and that's the fucked up part because by us having a blind eye on these situations and not being human mm-hmm. in the situation, it actually damages a lot of us because. That could be you or your child or your family member on the news. That is your child or family member or friend on the news. Mm-hmm. So instead of doing shit for likes, comments, reposts, and for the clout, how about you do something about fixing the climate, Mm -hmm. and holding these sick motherfuckers accountable for the shit that they're doing and start checking your friends and the people around you, nobody's going to be mad at you for keeping them safe. At the end of the day, all you can do is say, yo, I tried. And that's all people want they just want people to do, because at the end of the day we did highlight neglect, mm-hmm. and in a lot of these cases, people are being neglectful mm-hmm. to those around them so there's also
2: links out there for people with disabilities mm-hmm. that's a big that was a big thing um people who have disabilities, people who are blind, people who are deaf. They middle go, age yeah middle age elders 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 get abused a lot um caregivers who yeah yeah kid- yeah it's it's incredible it's, it's wild. we also have um there's links out there for military, so if you were in the military and um which is a male dominated mm-hmm. um field okay and so basically if you were in the military and you experienced one of these things. Or something along the lines, you can report to this uh, link as well. And also, the last thing that we can't forget is uh, incarcerated victims. Okay, mm-hmm. so if you were incarcerated, and um, or if you know someone who was incarcerated and was experiencing um, being uh, raped, molested, abused, which happens quite a bit, um, locked up, you know, uh, there's links out there too. There's national links and then there's local links. So you can you can fine tune the searches strictly for within a twenty mile radius. It gives mm-hmm.
1: you options for everything that you do. You know what's crazy we ain't highlight? All the weird shit that happened in like churches. <laughs> Bro. We like the sick ass pastors and shit. Like like no- yo, it's a yo, I think I think we can find some sick shit in like well, Everything. that that goes a lot... Well,
2: we didn't talk about the all the Catholic priests that were,
1: yeah.
2: you know, indicted. indicted and, and that and, was and, recently... Visited. Yeah, I mean... And, 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 what was that, New York,
1: right?
2: Oh, that was all over the place. That was New York, that was Pittsburgh, that was... Uh, there was an archdiocese here in Philly, there was another oh, one. yeah. And, and so there's... Listen, no religion is going to condone sexual misconduct of any sort whatsoever. And if you follow that religion... Then you might want to just reconsider what you're actually following. I mean, and I mean that in the purest light that I possibly can. I'm not telling you to become an atheist, but what I am telling you is that there's no religion out there that condones sexual misconduct of any sort whatsoever. Um, so we'll put that out there. But this is a fantastic website. Like I said, I'm going to give it to you one more time. It's uh, www. Me too, that's M E T O O, M V as in Victor, M as in Mary, T as in Tom.org. And you can find lots of resources out there that can help you or a friend or a loved one get some help and much needed road to recovery. If you are one of these people and really have a story to tell, you have a personal story to tell, you have something you want to get off your chest and you really need to say something, or you really want to speak up for someone, please, please, please do not hesitate to hit us up. Do not hesitate to call my phone. Do not hesitate to email me. Do not hesitate to inbox us. Okay, that's Bag Season. That's B-A-G-S-Z-N underscore podcast. I am Swimmer. That's S-W-I-M-M-R underscore
1: N-U-P-E-3. And I'm Bobby Raw at Triple B1911. And this is Purse Talks, Episode 8, Me Too, An Untold Story.
0: Check it out. I call it. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
2: For my brothers with daughters, I call this. For my brothers with daughters, I call this. For my brothers with daughters, I call this. For my brothers with daughters, I saw my daughter
0: send a letter to some boy, her age who locked
2: up. First, I regretted it.